0: Welcome to Getting Sports With Drunk. I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mark. Sheen Washable. Nope. Yep.
1: Milwaukee.
2: <laughs> and the Red Baron. Meow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Milwaukee So I just love
0: the occasional Milwaukee in there <laughs> to throw everybody off. Um. Welcome to Getting Sports With Drunk. Um, on today's show, the starting lineup presented to you by the Red Baron. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, Red Baron, since you did the honors, why don't you lead us off?
2: So today, I have Off Color. and This is a collaboration by... You know, I forgot what the collaboration is. I came with a collaboration for one reason. It's a collab with my favorite beer, High Life. And I know the it's from Chicago. I know the So you
0: get, a, you get to do a gross shot because the brewery is Off Half Color. Moon.
2: Half Moon's the name of the beer? It's called Eek. Eek is the name of the beer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but you said brewery. You
2: said you couldn't remember the collab. Well, I remember the High Life
0: portion. <laughs> but Off Color is the brewery that collabed with High Life. And off they color. made Eek.
2: But they're from Chicago. I knew that.
0: All right. Here, we took so much time
2: preparing for this that, show. That might be the <laughs> quickest quickest gross shot ever. Well, I kind of think just drank it right off the bat one time. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. All right.
0: Uh, While well, he's doing that, Mark
3: I have everybody's first craft beer, the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale.
0: I can test that. <laughs> I think everybody's first craft beer is Magic Hat Number 9. <laughs> one too of the about. two.
3: I'm pretty sure it was my first one.
1: Pale Ale? Yeah. Solzy. I got everyone's favorite beer, the 40 ounce. Push. Push.
0: Kyle's keeping it classy. Yeah. And then uh, to continue the Farmhouse series, um, I have uh, from Goose Island, the Belgian style Wild Ale Lolita. Very fancy.
1: Lolita. Um, So before we crack them, Toast of Excellence around the horn, Solzy. I'd like to give my shout-out to the Jacksonville Jaguars who won their first home playoff game since 2000.
0: Machine? Oh, sorry. Sorry, golf club.
1: Machine? Mine goes to Derek
3: Henry of the Tennessee Titans. Looked great in his first play postseason start.
2: Red Baron? <laughs> Thumbs down <laughs> from Souls. Uh, mine goes out to John Gruden returning to the Raiders uh, with a monster contract, 10 years, $100 million, I believe. Oh, yeah. I'm very
0: excited for him to be back. Seeing as this is a hockey show, I guess I'll do a hockey one. Um, I was really hoping you guys would have a hockey one.
1: I had a hockey one last week. I did it last week, too.
0: Uh, Mine's going to go to Patrick Kane, Chicago Blackhawks. Bias, yes, sure. But um, in uh, their most recent victory, as of recording date, uh, against the uh, Ottawa Senators, he recorded a five-point performance. Had a goal and four helpers. First number five-point performance for
1: I'd like to give another shout-out to Gordon Bombay. Brought the ducks all the way. Quack, quack, quack. Shot. Yeah, that's a shot. But um,
2: <laughs> Today, I'm so, drinking uh, off-color. Color <laughs> so, uh, so well,
0: before before your shot, Kyle, we have, to, we have to toast to our Toast of Excellence. Oh, there's so much
1: stuff What's going so. on. Well, let's go. <laughs> well, let's go. <laughs> we, crack
2: we do, do this every sh- week. Machine hates the
0: the fake cracking noise, but it's the problem when everyone has bottles. I've never talked while everyone else drank before. I took my drink first.
1: Kyle, what do you think? It's fantastic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm a big fan of this. Um, so, uh, shot trivia. Um, oh, also, I'd like to announce real quick, in the uh pick-ums, Kyle did not submit his playoff pickums for last week, so I have taken the lead from <laughs> Kyle again. Forgot we had to do that. Um, no, we didn't, Kyle. That was my thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, uh, shot trivia, um, seeing as how it's a hockey show, hockey trivia. Ooh, la, la. So as of the 42nd game played for the Chicago Blackhawks this season, also the 42nd game played by Jonathan Taze, how many logged time on ice minutes has Jonathan Taze registered in his career? So how many minutes has Jonathan Taze been on the ice for his career?
2: Wow. I could see myself shooting real high on this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How many how many years has he played you said? I, I didn't say. Well, would you tell us? No.
0: All right. No, he's played um 11 years I believe.
2: 11 I want to say it's 11. I'm going to go with 3014. I'm going to go with 8911. 4012. What would you say, Kyle?
1: 3014?
0: What would you say? 8,911. Kyle, you lose. None of you were even close.
2: 15,000 on the nose. See, wow. I don't, I'm not good with the time thing. <laughs> like, How many minutes are <laughs> Next on? time you go in the middle, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> well, somebody's got to be you in know, the middle. No, because it's bullshit. He always does it. He he's going first next time. See, the problem with the chart trivia is... It's 250 hours, by the way. Somebody has to go first. Somebody has to go last, and that means someone's going to be in the middle. Well, it's usually me and Paul that's been losing, and you actually. I lose. Don't <laughs> I don't lose all the time.
1: This bitch is going <laughs> first next time. Maybe can we? Part of shot ten, trivia:
2: ten, ten 10.4 days. Wow. I think um, next time we should just write it down. Well, what if you know with shot trivia there has to be an order to when you guess? Does that you make sense? Write it on a, it seems paper, like right. it should
3: be an off air conversation. They, the
2: people need to know the <laughs> celebrities that happen with our show.
0: Actually, last game was a very even game for Mr. Jonathan Taze. Uh, his 15,000th minute recorded on ice, on the nose, and his 3,000th shot attempt. Wow. It's pretty round numbers. I like them. How many goals? Does he have up to this date for his career? Yeah. 286. Oh, man. What do you mean? Oh, man. What, what does that mean? Oh, man.
1: I meant, like you know, hoping he would get like three hundred or something. Okay. Well, I mean, he's a
0: playmaker and a and a defensive forward, Kyle. This is this is this is not the time to have this argument, Kyle.
1: Because you will lose. I'm not having you an argument. You will lose, Kyle. I was just hoping that it'd be an even number.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, it is because it's not point three. So anyway, needless to say, it's a hockey show. Hockey, hockey, hockey. Um, we forgot to announce that we are recording from the Gdh Woodworking Studios. Shout out to, to Mr. Greg Houston. Um yeah so it's hockey. These gentlemen have done their best uh, disclaimer before we get into the stuff. Um, I'm pretty good with most names but my lovely panel here not so much so there will be quite the butchering of names. It might get a little ugly um, but that's that's why you love us. Um, so they've done their homework they've watched the footage, the clips they've they've prepared and hopefully this gets them excited. Segues them into actually watching full games of hockey. Be nice. Come on, guys. I like hockey. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. Souls. Quack, quack, quack. Excellent. Shot. So uh yeah, well, I mean, I, I like, you know, it's not, it might be repetitive, but I like the the hot and not thing. I know that's not a thing that we've we invented, but we highlighted we refined the <laughs> wheel, we added more spokes. So um we'll start off souls. NHL, we're halfway through the season. Who's hot?
1: The Tampa Bay Lightning, who have a record of 31-9 and 9 with three overtime losses. It equals out to 65 points, which leads the league. Um, all around, defensively, goaltending, offensively, they're just blowing teams out. Keep winning. Kucherov is having an amazing year. Stomkos is Stomkos. And... The goalie, Andre Blasky is performing out of his mind. I, my, I'm, I'm curious to see
0: how many times, like how many different times this name is pronounced. Three. It's going to be pronounced three times today differently? Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's your hot team? Yeah. Arguably the hottest team in hockey. I believe they are. Yeah? Mm. All right. Um, Kendall, care to venture into the not debate?
2: The not debate. Uh, my not team is the Ottawa Senators. Um, huge drop off from first line to the other lines. That, like Second and third line, not scoring goals, giving up goals. Um, one of the worst defenses in the league right now. Um, I don't have the list out of one out of whatever. I don't know if you guys would have that, that info. What? What the defense ranks out of a top? Uh, out of no,
0: not off the top of my head, but I know that they pretty much like they started off the season. I think it was like the first eighteen games or something like that. They only lost like three, and they've just been on a downward spiral ever since. They've just been getting just knocked around to the point where fans are throwing their jerseys on the ice after games.
2: So senators is dropping down the ladder. Very every... New York
0: Giants esque.
2: <laughs> so they are a not team. Fair, machine washable. Do you have a team
3: who's hot? I do, and uh. It's the surprise of the year, the Vegas Golden Knights. They're 29-10, 60 points. They're only behind Tampa. Um, Young team, just put together, but they look great. Um, Jonathan Marquisen?
0: has 40 total points. I'm not going to correct you during the show. <laughs> I was just kind of looking to, to see if anyone, anyone started laughing. Corrections. This is just going to be answered. You guys just <laughs> say the names, however you, whatever you think. Just say them. Just don't even stutter. Just say them. <laughs>
3: just all confidence. William Carlson, team leader in points, or sorry, team leader in goals. And, uh, you know, they have three goalies playing great between Fleury, Dansk,
0: and Malcolm Subban. And James Neal. Not for goalie, but the guy's just a fing animal. Yeah, they're playing great. Yeah, he's nasty. Uh, so
1: back to Usos, who's not hot? Everyone's favorite, Arizona Coyotes. Love the desert. <laughs> so the Coyotes don't really score much. They don't really play much defense. And they're goaltending very subpar. So put that together,
2: you're in for a losing season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Emerald. <laughs> Bam! Big trade, though. If there is, they
0: traded, uh, whatchamacallit, um, uh, Blinken on this one. Um, the uh, Blackhawks and the Coyotes just go in a not a blockbuster trade, but it has the potential to be blockbuster. So the the Blackhawks acquired, uh, Anthony DeClaire and, um, uh, forgetting his name off the top of my head here. Um, uh, I'm blanking, this is killing me. I have to do a shot for this, but, uh, Anthony DeClaire is the big name. Young Gun has the ability to score. And they traded um, Richard Ponick essentially for him, which Ponick has been producing, but the Blackhawks are kind of in a shambles right now. But it could be both really good for both teams. It's, Arizona's got money to play with, Chicago needs money to play with. Um, Bowman, the general manager for the Blackhawks, it's, it's always very fascinating because every year he makes some deal that's like not really that great for the team, and then he finds a way to get out of it. And it's just they're essentially the Patriots of the. Of the NHL, it pains me to say that, but they're just really good at finding some you know rising talent at a very affordable price, and then they become very good,
2: and then they sell them off.
1: It didn't hurt trading for a twenty-two year old. No, so
0: kind of we'll go back to you for a team who's hot. Uh,
2: the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, for me, you guys can dispute this. A uh, kind of a surprising team. Um, like to go back to defense. Their defense is in the the top ten, where the Senators are not. Uh, ninth, ninth out of tenth, but in the top ten nonetheless. Uh, Blake Wheeler playing very well. Fifty two points, uh, fourteen goals, thirty eight assists. Patrick Lane is tied for the team uh, with with the lead in goals, nineteen. So uh, Blake and Patrick both have nineteen goals on the season. And uh, young goalie Connor Helibuck. Buck. Don't question it. Just say it. Connor <laughs> Helibuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when I say it's like That can't be right That can't be his name Hellbuck <laughs> Connor Hellbuck <laughs> That's an intimidating name uh, He's 23-4 uh, and four.
0: Fun fact about the Winnipeg Jets uh, Some San Jose Sharks players Slammed Winnipeg in, uh, in a video About Winnipeg being the worst base to play Because it's just cold, dark, and depressing <laughs> So I thought that was fun um, So we'll round out the hot and not uh, With machine Washable Giving us a knot. The team for me that is not hot, and they're usually
3: like one of the powerhouse teams in the league, is the uh, Montreal Canadiens. They're not on the top eight. Carey Price, thirteen and fourteen record this year, giving up almost three goals a game. Who's he's usually lights out. No player on the team has twenty five points, so they're not scoring. They're giving up goals. They're, they're just not looking good. Defense is getting old, and there's a key injury to Shea Weber
0: hurting him yeah I mean one of the better defensemen in the league but um hard-hitting I mean, slap shot too yeah it's it's not out of the question for uh for the Canadians to turn around I mean they have the best potential goalkeeper in uh all of hockey I mean he's playing down but every year is different we see it in any other any sport anybody can have a breakout year oh yeah um it, it's it's more highlighted when you have an off one as a superstar than when you go above and beyond, so it's kind of yep. a shame because it's kind of a shame because Carey Price is arguably the, the best goaltender in hockey. Yeah,
1: facing so many shots again.
0: Yeah, um, I'd like to to round out the hot and not actually with the middle of the road teams, some of the surprisingly not surprising but not disappointing teams, and no. those three teams are ooh, nice. Those three teams are the Minnesota Wild, the Chicago Blackhawks, and the Pittsburgh Penguins. All three of these teams are Stanley Cup contenders on paper. There's no reason that they shouldn't be in the tops of their division, um, but they're not. They're all vying in the bottom five, you know, bottom 5th percent of their whatever, their, their division. Um, they're all either wildcard or wildcard fringe teams at this point. Now, that doesn't mean anything because they both have had a lot of really good strides this season, which has been followed with a lot of big dump-offs, but all three of these teams have the ability to go 20-0-0 real quick, and it's going to be interesting because the way these teams are playing, like we, like I said, they have stints of really good, stints of really bad. If they keep playing this way and even two of these teams get hot at the end of the season and decide that's when they're going to go off, it could be very dangerous because these three teams are not teams that need to play at home to get the edge. Seems like the Blackhawks do play much better at home, but they know how to win on the road. You got to figure the Stanley Cup back-to-back champion Penguins, three-time Stanley Cup champion Blackhawks. Over the course of six years,
2: they Can't know how to win. Out. They
0: know how to win on the road, so it, it could be very interesting. And it hurts me to say this because as a Blackhawks fan, I think anybody could attest to this um, for any sport that they really like. Um, I'd be interested to hear your guys' takes on it. Even though like the Steelers, for example, have been killing it lately, the Yankees are starting to get back on Yankees baseball. Um, the Blackhawks have always been a strong contender, but seeing these teams kind of struggle is kind of good for the sport. Because it, is. it really, well it opens up like the Vegas Knights, they're killing it and they're continuing to kill it. You look at teams like Tampa, that are usually the third or fourth best team in the league, are running table on the whole league and a lot of it has to do with the Penguins not being that good. Um, it, it just A lot of these powerhouse teams are not the Islanders, the Oilers, the Canadians, the Penguins, the Blackhawks, the Wild. These are all teams that are not playing up to par right now, and it makes for a very interesting league. It's nice when the, the leagues get a nice little Shake scramble. Off. Get a
3: scramble.
2: You don't want to see the same teams win.
0: Well, just look at look at the NFL. Look how excited the entire NFL was that the Buffalo Bills made the playoffs. Yeah, not just to end the drought, but just it was a fresh face. Buffalo, Jacksonville, the whole NFC. Yeah, pretty much the whole NFC. It's, I mean, the Rams, the Eagles. These are all teams that you know weren't there last year. Yeah, two years ago weren't even five hundred. In a a couple
3: years, like the Patriots dynasty is probably going to be gone. It's going to be fresh blood. Yeah, fresh
0: blood. It's going to be nice. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens for these sports, but seguing from that is obviously team play is very important, but individual play goes a long way. Kyle Souls has uh, done a lot of research. I'm very proud of him.
1: Quack quack quack.
0: And he plans on going head to head with me on uh, some some trophy winners. What do you, Kyle? You don't have to whisper. You've had to take one too. Yeah, hard. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'll take two for forgetting. But you could just just say it. You know. So, Maxine Washable will be doing uh, the the trophy announcements, and then Kyle and I will each be giving our uh, our input on who we think should be winning this award. At the halfway point, obviously, things can change. Um, and then, uh, based off of our arguments, the Red Baron.
1: they got to convince
0: me. I actually me. have a question
2: for you. Oh, my well, God.
1: Here we go. Um, for the Winter Olympics, they're not stopping, right? No. No, okay. the
0: players can't go right, and don't expect a lot of people. You see a lot of things about it. Don't expect any sort of protest or boycotting of like the All Star Game or anything or, or NHL lockout stuff because they're not playing. Players are upset, but they understand. They do, but they don't. But they're not gonna. At the end of the day, they're not gonna turn down three million, four million, exactly. ten million dollars to I mean, not because it doesn't matter. Because if if they go play, they're canned from their team. So. Mm-hmm. It,
3: That's the thing. Like, they they signed contracts here. They have to... Sure, yeah, it was nice when the league was allowing them to do it, but they're under contract. Well, It 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 is what it is. I think
0: it was 1994 was the last Olympics, I think, that there was no NHL hockey... No NHL players in the Olympics. And it was a pretty bomb Winter Olympics for hockey. So this isn't going to ruin the, the Olympics for hockey and if anything it's going to give some bright young stars that wouldn't get the chance the opportunity
3: well you think about it, like we just said this it shakes it up now Canada's not going to be the super powerhouse that it's been the last couple Olympics
0: yeah they will they'll still be good oh no but... they're still going to be the powerhouse they're they're still do you have any idea how many people play hockey in Canada
3: I know
1: but everyone I mean
0: is... more people play hockey in Canada than people jerk off in the world
1: <laughs> when... do are AHL players allowed in or no um, I think
0: it's, I think, I just don't think any NHL players okay. are allowed. I think, I don't know the details of it. Um, I haven't really looked into the absolute like depths of it, but my guess would be no NHL players are allowed or AHL players on two way contracts, meaning that they can get, yeah. or I mean one way contracts, sorry. Um, but I'm sure there's, there's probably some deadline if you had been, you know, if yeah. you've been demoted uh-huh. down at some, after a certain point, you can't go play or whatever type of thing. So. This stuff is terrible. I haven't had a shot of this in some time.
2: This stuff's awesome. real bad. It it's, like a, it's like
0: a honey mint, like, bomb of gross.
2: Yeah, it's not good. It's getting down to the end of it. It might be finished this show. Uh, might. We're going to try not to. It's <laughs> no, how bad I, it is. Well, that means we can make a new private star. <laughs> Tell you what, though. The cork's getting a little dry. All right, so, Mock, Sheen. <laughs> the
1: first award, the Vizina Award for Best Goalie, Souls? Uh, My goalie choice is Andrea... Vashvileshki. <laughs> Spell it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Country <laughs> of <laughs> origin, please. <laughs> <laughs>
1: From the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, he has a 93% save percentage. He has 26 wins on the year, and he has six shutouts. He only gives up about two point two goals a game. He's very top-notch in the big reason why the Tampa Bay Lightning are running away with these. So, are you done? Yeah. Oh, okay. Paul, to you.
0: So, it's uh, a little hard because... I mean he's kind of the hands down candidate, but I think a very strong case can be made for Connecticut's own Jonathan Quick. Um he's nineteen and thirteen. Um so he's got two point three goals allowed and ninety-two point six or ninety-two six save percentage. So he's not playing obviously his numbers aren't as good. He doesn't have as many wins. Um I don't think he I think he only has two shutouts this actually no, he might not have any shutouts this season now that I'm thinking about it. But um, um. any either way though, he's he's playing really good. Um Three shutouts, sorry. I looked it up. Um, he's playing really well. He's a, He is probably more so the reason that the Kings are in second place in the Pacific Division than the Lightning are number one. Um, I think the Lightning are getting a lot more help defensively and offensively than the Kings are. Not that they're not performing, but it's just I think without Jonathan Quick, I think the Kings are kind of like that Minnesota Wild Blackhawks team, fringe of wild cards, looking in, looking out, looking in, looking out, versus... Hands down. Number one. Uh, it's number, a fair point. Yeah. Uh,
2: so. Now, I have such. And Red Baron, the winner is. I have such a dislike for Jonathan Quick. <laughs> but I think now, <laughs> and when it's all said in the end of the year, he's going to be the guy to win it. So, I give it to Quick. Sorry. So <laughs> Kyle is so mad.
1: <laughs> Whatever. Six <laughs> shutouts, bitch. <laughs>
2: I know. But no, no. It's okay. We're saying it now. And I think head to head, you know. Paulberg, Bur- some good points about you know where the Kings are at, and you look at him at the end of every year. Quick is always you know he's a leader. Was he the and, rusher? Yes, he was. No, he
1: wasn't. He was hurt, bitch.
2: So he was still there. He doesn't get what I'm saying, Kyle. With the call out, <laughs> so all right, if you break your leg, Kyle, and you still come to the show and don't talk, are you here?
1: I'm talking about like stat wise. I just prove you wrong. Private stuff. No, you private stuff. My my argument
0: for Quick over. Could you please say it for the for the Yep. My my argument for Quick is just that Quick has proved year in and year out that he can be consistent over an 80, or not 82 games, I don't play 82 games, but however many starts he has, um, call it 54, or whatever, 58, um, he's proved that he's going to play the same caliber of hockey for 58 games. He's not going to get pulled. He's not, you know, he's not going to have a a six game goal against, you know, outing. Um, Tampa's got a lot to prove to keep it up for the second half, but he's playing well.
3: Mark? The next award for the best defenseman, the James Norris Award.
1: Solzy? Well, mine is John Killingberg from Dallas Stars.
0: Gross. Sounded uh, confident there. Yeah.
1: I went offensive for this position, which I'm wrong.
0: No, not true.
1: He has 39 points, a positive 12, 12 plus and minus, and 33 assists. He's playing very well for the Stars, and they're one of the middle-of-the-road teams as well this year, after being abysmal last year. Uh, I got Victor Hedman from the Tampa Bay Lightning.
0: Um going to be a lot of lightning on these lists. <laughs> but um, 33 points in the season, mostly helpers. Um, he's a 24-plus minus, um, 30, only 32 minutes in the box, which is very good. He's helping out his team a lot. Um, he's, he's helping out on the, the power play a lot. He's got 11 power play helpers, which is awesome. And... Um, He's actually shooting the puck pretty well, Um, about a 5% shooting rate, which is very good for a defender, Um, especially when you consider all the offensive-minded defensemen out there like P.K. Subban and Brent Burns who you know get down and – Sorry, who was that first name you said? P.K. Subban. (laughs) Um, They get down and – Shout out to my brother. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out, Larry. They get down and gritty, whereas Hedman's not always known for that, but he's just all around just a really good defenseman. He's kind of like the catalyst of of the position right now, and
1: it's really ugly looking.
2: And the winner of the James you don't Norris have to Award, I know who Red Baron? Uh, Kyle, I'm afraid it was not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Lightning are playing so well. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Looks past the Lightning goalie. Then <laughs> and <for> the Lightning. <laughs> uh,
0: next trophy, Mokshin.
3: The Jack Adams Award for the best coach.
0: So there's no debate on this one. Kyle and I kind of talked about it before the show. Kyle, would you like to tell them who we both think is going to win it?
1: Uh, Gerard Gallant with the Las Vegas Knights. Kendall, do you agree?
2: Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Kyle, the winner on this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, the,
1: I the Golden Knights, the biggest Golden Knights. My bay, my bay, my bay. <laughs>
2: hey, bay bay. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> well, he, he
1: saved himself. A little Hurricane Chris references. Um, yeah, I mean, expansion team. Six. He already has sixty points. Twenty nine and ten. You lead Western Conference. If the Vikings or the Vikings, if the, the Knights, yeah, I know.
0: I'll take the <laughs> private stock. If the Knights can lock up home ice advantage for the Western Conference series of, of playoffs, they have no reason on the panel to not give this award to him. I mean, I don't give two dams what the Lightning do, because this is this is a team that's been proven. They've been to the finals in recent memory. They are always right there in playoff discussions and teams that have the potential to go all the way. You said it. Expansion team. This guy literally had no idea what he was going to be working with chemistry-wise. He had a bunch of players that aren't really all that proven. A lot of talent, a lot of upside, high ceilings. That doesn't mean shit. We've seen a lot of that across a lot of sports. And this guy's coming out here, and he's coaching lights-out hockey. And they're winning games. It's fun a to watch. A lot of
2: them. So you picked Kyle to win that one? No. Well, you guys had the same answer. And I, I agree with what you guys said. So <laughs> so do I have to pick out of you, two? Yes. Yeah. So what anyway, let's move on, and then if it turns out to be a tie, I'll pick a winner after that. All right, the best award for best defensive forward.
0: You may have some private stocks, <laughs> I know.
3: The best, award <laughs> for best. I was reading my notes here, and I the word got in front of me. So, what are we
0: doing?
1: The Frank Selkie Award, Ooh. Solzy. I'm going with P- Patrice Bergeron, Yuck. he's very consistent, yeah. He's very like the, He's like the prime winner he's, of this award. The world. Bruins <laughs> are in second place. They pretty much it. should just name it the Patrice Bergeron Award. He's in second place. The Bruins are in second place. He's a big part of it. You know, he averages about 20 goals every season, about 50 points. Ooh, Maxine's making a soul's face over there. Wow. <laughs>
3: that is not aging well.
1: <laughs> he's uh. he, He's a big reason why the Bruins are going to be right in the mix every year. It goes to him. I'm going to say Sean Couture
0: Center from the failures. Um, The guy's playing out of his mind. I think he's like sixth, fifth or sixth in goals overall. Um, the guy has put up 42 points in the season already. Very evenly matched between goals and helpers. Um, I mean, he's only 14 on the plus minus, but his faceoff percentage is good. He's sitting at the plus side of 53. He's shooting an 18% from nice, which is disgusting. He's got a lot of game-winning goals, which is awesome. Um, I don't know. I think I think it might be time to dethrone Patrice Bergeron.
1: But will it?
3: Well, the man with the answer, Red Baron.
0: Will it?
2: Kyle, I'm sorry. But <laughs> I have to
1: give it to Patrice Bergeron. I <laughs> <laughs> was so shocked. Like, oh, wait a
2: minute, that's the guy I said. No, and it's the consistency. You know, Paul you put up some good points. And you know, he may very well be dethroned if it's this year or the year after. I don't know how old he is now. I'm gonna cut the tip of your penis off. Oh wow. <laughs> with those yeah. with those scissors there, and with these
0: uh these crinkle Rebecca cut original, scissors. yeah, crinkle cut scissors. This is how they make fries. They just sit
2: there and just it's, it's agonizing for the people at Nathan's. Kyle, is that how
3: to make fries? Nathan's. They don't have those kind of, <laughs> fries. <laughs> of fries. Private stock, bitch. <laughs> oh, God, the BK private stock? We used to have We that. could juice a Whopper. Ugh. Kyle, Moving along. We'll fry it up tomorrow. Uh, fry it up? <laughs> <laughs> the award for most goals, the Maurice Richards Award.
1: Solzy? I'm going to go with Alexander Ovechkin. He pretty much had to score a lot for them to win games. And he already had 27, which is tied for the lead league. With Kucherov from Tampa Bay. I think he's a a better scorer than him. I think he keeps it up throughout the whole season.
0: It's fair. It's fair. Riddler? Um, I'm going to go with a dark horse on this one. And I'm going to say Anders Lee from the New York Islanders. The New York Islanders are not playing great hockey this year. Um, They're there. But um, I'm pretty sure that they're last in the league for goals against. Meaning they led up the most goals a game, and they're also like top three in goals scored a game. So it's pretty much going to be like seven to six every game they play in. <laughs> they, need to, they need to trade for a goalie, which means that they're just no, they just need to they just need to trade for a new blue line two goal. It's just disaster the whole part of that ice. But they're scoring a lot, so I don't know. I think that in order for them to keep a playoff picture alive, they need to keep scoring goals. He's already there. He's third in the league in goals. So I think that uh, I think I think, just had a circumstance. I think he's just going to keep scoring.
2: And the winner is uh, I'd give it to Ovechkin uh, just consistency. You know, his name is always mentioned, you know, you watch the highlights, who is the name they're always saying in Washington? Ovechkin, 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 Ovechkin. T.J. And Oshie. All those guys are just, <laughs> just wonderful. John Wall. General, can we have a hockey show ooh-wee? You know, I'm, I'm saving it for when he goes <laughs> to Cleveland. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um,
0: all right, so, so what do we tie? 2-2? Two, two? Yeah. So it can't come down to a tie because there's only one left. Yep. Two. One.
1: There's one two. award left. Two.
0: There's two. I have one more. <laughs> What do you go for the second? What's the second award you've left?
1: The Art Ross and the Hart Memorial. We're not doing the Art Ross guy. <laughs> I didn't cross it off. Did you want to do the Art Ross guy? Uh, it doesn't matter.
0: Well, I'm asking you. Did you want to do it? Yes or no?
1: I'm All right. Go the Art Ross trophy goes to Solzy. I'm going to go with uh, Nikita Kucherov <laughs> from the Tampa Bay Lightning.
2: I'm going to have to go with Paul on this one. <laughs> you just supplied no helpful information. He
1: <laughs> the league in points were 59 he had 27 goals and 32 assists. He's pretty much come out of nowhere. Not, not nowhere, but like, he wasn't supposed to be this. This
0: is coach's role on the team to be this guy. Yeah. Not Kucherov's. Is that what you're trying to say? Pretty much. Okay. So do I also get half the point if you get the point? Riddler, your sure. response? Uh, so I'm really torn on this one. Um, for the same reason that I said, um, Lee I feel like I'm I'm gonna go with uh Tavares um he's got a ways to go for points he's nine behind Kucherov but that's not a lot I mean all it takes is a slew of good games I mean you gotta figure if he gets a goal and two helpers a game that's three points right there every game if he can do that for five six games that's a lot of points that Kucherov might not get might get who knows but just Tavares is going to be like the Islanders. They just they need to keep scoring. And Tavares is one of the best in the business at putting points on the board.
2: That's Jonathan Tavares? Yeah. 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 For the listeners, who may not know. It's Jonathan oh. Tavares. I also like not,
0: the, not, the, not the producers that might not know? <laughs>
2: I knew it. That's why I said his name.
0: <laughs> I like the uh, usage of helpers over
3: assists. I'm liking that a lot. Yeah, thank you. I like that. Do you like it because it sounds like Helpert from The Office? No, it just sounds
0: Team good. Helper, Helpert? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <what> <laughs> I to
1: thought know. he was saying. Okay. I don't know who the f- he's talking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's my that's my take on it. So Red Baron, the winner is... Paul, Sorry, um, I didn't mean to steal your thunder That, that was
2: my line. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it to... Red Baron, the winner is... Kyle, who did you say? Kucherov. <laughs> Kucherov. That's why I'm picking Jonathan Tavares. And... Uh... And the, the only reason, Kyle, I'm picking that is because I forgot who you said. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's it's for
3: the big one, the MVP. Who's winning the Hart Memorial right. first? No. Solzy?
1: Keep it going. I'm going with Nikita Kucherov. The guy's playing lights out. Like I said before, 59 total points. It's going to keep rising. He has Stomko's with him, so his assists are going to keep being there. You know, they're going to keep winning games, and they're going to end up in first place. And that's going to be a big reason why he's going to win MVP. Riddler?
0: I don't like that answer. Get
1: back. <laughs> why don't you like it? <laughs> Try, again. Like it. Try
0: again. Try
1: again. He's on. also a lefty. I'm like, keep going. Come on. There's not a lot of lefties out there in the NHL these days.
0: That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, I like
1: where you're going with this. He's a. He's a very good center. All right. Is he a center? <laughs> <laughs> All right, going gonna we're gonna go ahead and just stop this. Okay.
0: Um, edit that out.
1: So, nah, it for
0: f- that. The reasons I have stated before, I'd like to say John Tavares. I will not say that though, because I mean, they're in last place. I mean, point wise, they're not that far out. They do. They would need some pretty decent help, even though we're only halfway through the season. They're playing in a pretty star studded conference. Um, so. I I can't give it to somebody that's on the outside looking in. So I'm going to give it to Stamkos. I think he overtakes um, everybody on the Lightning.
1: Just absolutely everybody. Get the Lightning and win the Stanley Cup. That's not true.
3: (laughs) Red Baron. Who's Uh, winning the Hart Memorial?
1: uh, Stamkos is. Why, Kendall? Kyle, You just don't like Kucherov.
2: You've said his name different every time. I love it. I just felt that the reasons that the riddler provided were more compelling than yours, <laughs> and you did a good job. You did a real good job. I picked you for two. Can you tell me what his reasons were? Um, much like Tavares, uh, he provides a lot of backbone for the team. Uh, he's going to provide scoring for a team that's essentially in last place. Passing the puck, Ken. William Sonoma.
3: Man, Kyle takes it so personally. I know he does. Here you go, Ken. He gets so mad.
2: All right, I'll do the shot for William Sonoma, but that's it. <laughs> you won.
1: That's not true. We're tied. No. He picked you for four,
2: he picked me for two.
0: Well, I'll give you a bonus point for trying.
2: I'll tell you what. And the, the time time breaker Florida goes to, to you, so we're
0: tied. High 5
2: If I picked one, 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 they'd know the show is staged, that yeah. we practice this every night before they we know go it's on the
1: <laughs> It's not staged. It's choreographed. I did a lot of <laughs> research for this. And you did <laughs> okay. a good job. Uh, A
0: plus. Well, there's one important trophy we left out. Mock, which trophy is that? Ooh, the Calder Trophy. Now, why did we leave that out? Because Mock Washable did his homework. Oh, yeah. He likes young boys. (laughs) So he's going to do the homework on this. Here we go. Don't look (laughs) at me when you say that. (laughs) So Mock Washable has decided that he would like to take the reins on the Calder Memorial Trophy. So what he plans on doing here is the buy-sell method. He's going to go ahead and he's going to pick the three... Uh, players that he thinks are most fitting of the Calder Memorial Trophy. He's going to pitch one of them to Souls, one of them to myself, and one of them to the Red Baron. Yeah. And um, <laughs> We're going to discuss whether we buy or sell on that player, and uh, then is going to tell us who he thinks wins it.
2: All right. So lead him off with the Red Baron.
0: Up first. He's going
2: to at me. He's the Red run. Baron. Yeah. I like the quick one that Ritha did. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a Super Troopers. Yeah. All right, meow. All
3: right, meow. <laughs> so it's on the Red Baron. The the first rookie I have here is Clayton Keller from the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> Gave this one to re, to the Red Baron on purpose. The desert.
2: <laughs> Out in the desert. I am buying all the way. Let's begin. Arizona Coyotes. They play in the desert. H- can uh, I tell you why I picked them? No. <laughs> Please tell me. Um Pilots, They live in the desert. <laughs> So far on the year, he has 14
3: goals and 18 assists. Sorry, helpers. Sorry. The fans. They're <laughs> deserting them. <laughs> um, you know, he started the season red hot. He had nine goals and 15 helpers in the first month of the season. December cooled off a little bit, but he leads the Cows in goals and points. And he's tied for assists.
2: No, I didn't coin the phrase helpers, but don't take my thing. Well, I, I like it. For a rookie to be a leader in those categories, I think, is enough right there. And to be playing in the desert... It's hard to play there, especially when you're playing hockey. 10-win team. Especially when you're playing hockey. Dome or not, dry air. It's real tough on the players. It's tough to hydrate, and I'm very excited for them. Solzy? Solzy. The player I give to you is Matthew Barzal
3: from the New York Islanders. He's a center. So far in the season, he has 13 goals, 26 helpers, which leads all rookies, and he's looking like a great
1: building piece for the Islanders. I'm going to buy. He has a, lot of st- he has a good teammates around him to help him out. That's why the helpers are so high. I think he keeps it up, and he's going to keep playing with the same team for the next few years, so I think he's going to be on his way up. All right. Fair enough. My
3: final candidate for the Calder Trophy. To the Riddler. To the Riddler. Brock Boiser. Right winger from the Canucks. Um, he leads all rookies in goals and points. He has 18 helpers. He's the fastest Canuck. I'm sorry, the fastest yeah Canuck rookie to 20 goals. He got 20 goals in 34 games.
0: Think of all the cuck jokes Chef would be making right oh, now. I know. <laughs> the cuck. <laughs> Are you buying or sell? Um, I'm actually pretty torn. It, it's, I don't know. I'm buying. So, I personally don't think his defense is there. Um, but with that being said, like you said, this guys already registered forty points on the season. Pretty impressive. I mean you're looking at like an Austin Matthews ish caliber or Temi Panarin caliber uh, rookie season. Um now he's playing on the Vancouver Canucks, which I mean
1: sucks like a for shit him. Shit show.
0: Yeah, I mean they're not doing like terrible. They got more wins than the coyotes.
1: That's not very hard.
0: No, but he's but he's minus one, which means there's obviously stuff going wrong on his line. Whether you know there's times where it's one player that makes a mistake and it leads to a goal, but more so than not, it's a team effort. It's a team game. He's doing... My big reason for buying is because as a rookie, the guy is shooting about 20% and has 15 power play points, which is pretty impressive. So for a team that's not clicking on all cylinders, he is. So I'm buying on him.
3: I, um, I had winning the Calder Trophy, Brock Bozer. From the Vancouver Canucks. If he keeps scoring the way he is, I don't think anyone's going to come close to him.
0: I like hockey trophies a lot. Because they do something that, like, it's hard to do in, like, baseball for pitching. Like, with the Cy Young Award or whatever. But, like, in basketball, it's something that could be done. It's probably the only sport that's probably relatable. And it's... We we talked about it. There's the trophies for most goals in a season. And then there's the trophy for most points in a season. And then there's the MVP trophy. Which... I, I tend to think if the NBA implemented a trophy that was given out yearly for the highest point per game total every year. I think it would really change the way people look at the MVP. Candidacy for basketball, because for me, for example, if Steph, Cur- Steph Curry were to win MVP this year. You know, or Kevin Durant or just anybody on that team, to me, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. It's like it it's like on the Blackhawks, it'd be like Kane winning MVP. It doesn't make a lot of sense because there's a lot of components to that team where if Kane wasn't there, yes, they would be hurting a little bit, but it is not saying that they wouldn't be where yeah. they are. I mean, Taze can score. Ponick was scoring before he left. They still have good defense in Seabrook and all these young defenders coming up. They've got absolute... Rock-solid presence in the net, Crawford, when he gets back and he's healthy again. They have Nick Schmaltz. They've got Patrick Sharp and Brandon Side who know the system. They've got the best coach, arguably, in all of NHL, and Joel Quinville. So it's nice to see the MVP kind of work its way around to a certain place. Now, sometimes it does go to, like, like Sidney Crosby, you know, a team that is stacked and wins. But he was deserving of it when it happened. But I always like it because it doesn't necessarily always go to just the guy that scored the most points. Yeah.
3: There's there's one more guy I want to bring up specifically to the Riddler, um, Alex DeBrincat, yeah, from the Blackhawks, yeah. So far in the year, he has 14 goals and 13 assists.
0: Um, what do you think about him? Um, I like him a lot. Um, I'm still it's still a little too early for me to tell whether or not he's going to be part of the system or part of the process. Um, and what I mean by that is players like. Brent Seabrook, Jonathan Tays, Patrick Kane, um, Duncan Keith, Corey Crawford, these are all players that were part of the process. They came up, they were big, they were good, they liked them, they signed them to huge long-term deals, and they kept them around. You get players like Brandon Saad, Artemi Panarin, Richard Ponick, these are players that put up good points, big numbers, Um, they did well, they were part of a championship team, but cap casualties um they were viewed as somebody that could theoretically be replaced um it's a little tough to say right now um it depends on what kind of player he rolls out to be he's pretty even point wise between goals and assists like mm-hmm. you said if he be if he turns out to be more of a helper guy then he's going to be great on the Patrick Kane line um if he turns out to stay even he'll still be good on the Patrick Kane line He'll be good on any line for the Blackhawks because Joel Quinville is not afraid to put somebody who can score goals in the third line. He likes depth and scoring. Um, if he tends to be a goal scorer, he'll be great for a Jonathan Taze guy. If he's scrappy, he likes to get to the net. That's why Andrew Shaw, for all those years, played on that Jonathan Taze line from time to time because Jonathan Taze was nitty-gritty, got to the net, used his big body to get in there and, and get shots, and Andrew Shaw wasn't afraid at you know his sub-six frame to get in and shoot rebounds. And get physical with six foot three defenders. The guy fought Zdeno Chara. He's like a foot taller than that. <laughs> so it depends on what kind of player he wants to be. I do it to too. Tell him to bring it on. <laughs> it depends on what kind of player he wants to be. But um, it, it's still too early for me to tell whether or not. I think he's going to be a good player wherever he goes. But it, it's too early for me to tell if he's going to be, like I said, part of the process or part of the system.
3: It looks like the Blackhawks seem to be that team where, like, for a young player to come in and learn, that's probably the best environment.
0: But that's what I said. The Blackhawks, they're like the Patriots. They just they find valuable players at great deals. They bring them in, they do their part, they help them in ways. And then when the time comes, they get rid of them. That's what the Duclair thing is all about. The guy's going to be a restricted free agent at the end of the season. They got him for, I think it's $1.1 million. They signed Richard Ponick to a two and a half million dollar deal that, and he'll be making like 2.8 next year, Um, which is not a lot of money for athletes these days, but for somebody that, you know, isn't consistent and goes through slumps of scoring, we'll call it four goals over 10 games, and then goes maybe one goal for 13 games, and then back to six goals in five games, you know? That's a lot of money to pay someone for inconsistency. Um, A lot of people will argue that that's what Jonathan Taze brings, but they're dumb. (laughs) Jonathan Taze earns his money. In and out of the locker room. Everybody who says that Jonathan Taze is overrated because he doesn't score goals, I hate it. I hate it. I see so much shit about it on the internet. It drives me nuts. The guy wins face-offs. The guy is great defensively. He's a great leader. The guy gets nitty-gritty in the rebounds. F*** everybody who says that he sucks. Sorry. Anyway, I uh, so who did you say won sure. the Calder Memorial?
3: The Calder Memorial goes to Brock Boiser. Okay, sorry. I kind of went off on a
0: tangent
2: there. <laughs> very impassioned. So Kyle has prepared a very intriguing segment. Um <laughs> Very exciting. Uh, we have here the Mighty Ducks superlatives. And Kyle's going to give a character. And the Riddler here is going to match a NHL player that kind of fits that, that mold. There's that be it. a better
0: hockey movie you can use. F-
3: oh. all.
2: <laughs> That's
0: right. The Mighty Ducks superlatives. Quack, 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 quack Mr. Mr. Ducksworth. We'll both do our shot, but we wanted to say <laughs> it. Mark, why do you not like the Mighty Ducks? I it was. I don't know.
3: I just never liked Because you're a f- Weird? No, I just never liked the movie. Emilio Estevez isn't a good actor. Probably. No, we're not saying that he is, <laughs> but it's a good movie. Agree to disagree. You, oh, really totally
2: What's your shoot. favorite hockey
0: movie? If you say Miracle,
2: no, I don't know. I don't think I have one. Are there a lot of hockey movies? I feel like I can only think of those two. Right, we're, we're I done. mean,
0: Slapshot was good. We're done.
3: What about well, the Goon?
2: Well, so the Goon, the Goon, the Goon too. But we're done. We're just done. Uh,
0: Anyways, there are three mighty ducks. Yeah. All of them are great. <laughs> the second one's okay.
1: I like to say. Wow.
0: I don't know if we caught that burp, but
2: that was a butt burp. You'd pick that up. That don't worry. Great. We got that.
1: <laughs> All right. So we're going to lead off with Adam Banks. <laughs> so, Adam Banks, the best scorer on the team. You know, they picked him up because of the changing of the town line. Now he's a duck. Who does he relate? So, based off of the description
0: that you gave myself and the fans, I'm going to say that this is a tough one, but I think I'm going to give it to James Neal from the Golden Knights. He was a really, really good player for the Predators. Now he's a really, 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 really good player for the Knights. And he changed teams because of the expansion draft.
1: I think that's fair. Good job. Thank you. So now we're, we're going to go to the captain, the leader of the Ducks, Charlie Conway. You know, given the C, given the, uh, the shootout versus the Hawks in movie number one, gives his own jersey up to help Bombay coach in season two to Russ Tyler. And regained to see back in *Muddy Ducks 3. Who does he relate? So that's a tough one. Because obviously all the all-stars are
0: really, really star caliber. And the third mo- the second movie, like you said, he doesn't play that much of a role. But the third movie, he plays a much bigger role. He plays a big role off the ice. Right, right. right. So I'm saying talent-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, he's much more prevalent talent-wise in the third movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the, the first movie, he's not that talented in the beginning. But um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give that one to Tyler Sagan of the Dallas Stars. Um, he's just the kind of guy. He's very reliable. The whole team can kind of count on him type of deal. Um, great leader on and off the ice and just a, 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 a guy that people listen to.
1: Fun fact. They go visit the Stars in Mighty Ducks, too. Yeah, but that's back in Minnesota or the, the North Yeah, stars. but like it's just, it just – it all, you know, collaborates. Yeah, but – but people in Minnesota wouldn't be happy that you said that. Well, don't sorry, that. Minnesota. All right, go ahead. My favorite character, <laughs> Averman. The funny, the nerdy, the somewhat not really talented player, but everybody enjoys. So, I'm going to put the talent on hold for this one, because I don't want to like
0: say that this guy's not talented, but I'm going to give it to P.K. Subban. I'm sorry, who? P.K. Suban. Subban. Um, he's just the guy that's always having fun. He's always he's loving life. You know he's having a great time on the uh, the ice, on and off. Uh, he's laughing. You know he, he's always a great member to have in the, the funny shootouts that they do. Um, everything with him is just he's
1: really happy to be playing the game. Hey, go to go to go to swing. Go to Sorry. Then we're gonna go to uh, G. Jermaine, Connie's boyfriend. Right the lovable guy, the one that everybody roots for. What do I got? I'm gonna give it to Patrick Kane. I mean, Patrick Kane's
0: kind of a ladies' man. Um, not as good looking as Taze, but then again, Ghee's not as good looking as Conway. So, um, I'm gonna go ahead and say I mean, but overall, Ghee doesn't get enough credit for his talent. Ghee guy gets Gee's pretty talented throughout the movie, so I'm giving it to Patrick Kane. All
1: right we're going to go with one of the lonesome black stars of the movie, Jesse Hall. Somewhat of the captain besides Conway, mm-hmm. you know, the center, really takes control of the team. Um, That one is a
0: little more difficult, but I think I'm going to give it to Brad Marchand because Hall kind of the trash talker on the team. Oh, yeah. Brad Marchand, the enforcer, the uh, quote-unquote dirty player of the NHL. Not that Hall's a dirty player, or Marchand for that matter, but just kind of the... Uh, the, the
1: get-under-your-skin, nitty-gritty kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to go with Russ Tyler. He was brought on to D2's, you know, a, a USA run in the third movie. Kind of a trash talker. Got the knuckle puck. Who do you got?
0: Um, I'm going to give that one to Brent Burns. Again, the kind of funny guy like Russ Tyler. Um, has a mean shot and uh, just, you know.
1: Can he perfect the knuckle puck?
0: So, no, because I don't think it's physically possible. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen D2 the Mighty Ducks, but um, basically he flips the puck up on end, and then he slap shots it, and then it goes to a POV of the camera, and then the puck kind of like drops a foot, and then goes up another <laughs> foot, and then it's it, it just, I don't know. I don't think it's, I don't think he could do that.
1: Um, But sure, we'll <laughs> say he can. I'm going to put these two together. Okay. They're the Bash brothers. So I'm looking for Fulman and Portman. The two so guys I, that really... I'd like
0: to rescind, then, my Russ Tyler one mm-hmm. and give it to Alex Petrangelo. Also very good, offensively-minded type of defenseman. Um, fun guy or whatever. The Bash brothers, though, are going to go to Brent Burns and Drew Doughty. Kings and San Jose alike. Um, California brothers. Um, not on the ice, of course. Very big competitors, but... There are two guys that could really get it done physically and offensively, and wouldn't want to be in the way of them.
1: You would compare Fulton
0: to Burns. Yeah, Fulton would be Burns, and uh, Dowdy would be Portman. Yeah, Dowdy would be Portman. Right. Yeah.
2: I just want to interrupt. You guys are really into this. I am so <laughs> impressed. It's like this is a fun topic, and you guys are so serious.
1: We also well, f- with us, Red Baron. <laughs> we also got who other than. The worst player on the team, Goldberg. Carey Price. (laughs) Got voted for the All-Star Game, not having a
0: great year. Um, Still lovable. Um, Everybody's favorite. But can he play defense, though? Yeah. Carey Price can kind of do whatever. Carey Price has a goal as a goalie. So there's offense there. Um, And uh, Goldberg also had a goal. Pretty sure it was in the third movie. Game-winning goal to beat the the senior team. Yep. Yep. yeah, we're gross. Um, but I'm good to carry price. He's not living up to the hype this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Goldberg never lives up to the hype. Exactly. So Goldberg. that's that's what I'm giving it to.
3: <laughs> Kyle's also been referred to as Goldberg sometimes during softball. Bill, actually.
1: Anyways, Bill? you're next. <laughs> <laughs> so does that wrap it up? No. Oh, um, the last one? <laughs> <laughs> no, we got seventy more characters. Bruce Emilio <laughs> We have um more time, or
2: yeah, we got plenty of time. All
1: right, I got some more people in my head. If that's okay with you guys. Yeah, let's just let's just do like two more. We'll do two more and then we'll,
0: we'll do, do three uh, more. Okay. Three two more
1: players and then Okay. I'm gonna go with Kenny Woo. Kenny Woo? Yeah, the figure skater guy. Um tried to do a lot of dancing. Yeah,
0: uh oh god, that's tough. Um Kenny Woo, I'll give it to maybe Johnny Goudreau. I don't know. Guy kinda magical with the book.
1: Woo woo woo, Kenny Woo. Yeah.
0: Um, give it to. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to give it to Johnny Goudreau. I'm going to give it to. um, Joe No, that's not who I'm going to give it to. Um, I'm going to give it to Steven Samkos. Hmm. Simply for the fact that Steven Samkos likes to get his hands dirty and Kenny Wu is the third Bash brother. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. He gets in it. All right. Stick, gloves, shirt. In that order.
1: Last but not least, for players, uh, we're going to go with, um,. Let's see here. Who can make a good one for? There's so many. I know. Alright. Luis Mendoza. Very fast. Can't stop. Not really important to the team. Just fast. <laughs> um. Ooh, that's a tough one. Because you're pretty much going off of like speed. Yeah. Um
0: I'm trying to think of the players that were supposed to be all-star game. Getting... Mm. It's funny, I don't think. I don't think Dylan Larkin made it. Did Dylan Larkin make the All-Star game? I don't know. Um, oh, God. Connor McDavid. For just the speed purposes, not for the talent purposes. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Dylan Larkin's like pretty ridiculously fast, but pretty
1: sure he didn't make the All-Star game. You could just relate it to him.
0: It's Remember, also Dylan, Dylan Larkin, he's though.
1: He's not important to the team. So Dylan Larkin. Remember, they had to put cans up in order for him to stop. Yeah. it's pretty rough. And then, finally, Coach Bombay. He wasn't even a coach. Lawyer, alcoholic, <laughs> won the Ducks three titles. Basically. Because huh. in the third movie, he got Portman's scholarship signed. He was able to play with the Ducks in the second half against the senior team. That's a tough one because Bombay's a special kind of guy. Um You um, wanna I would compare him to? Sure. Gerard Gallett <laughs> from the Las Vegas Knights. Why? Takes a team that was literally nothing at the time, builds him up into a championship team. I'm gonna disagree.
0: I'm gonna go John Cooper. Uh he's just kind of like the more handsome of the four. And uh I like he could get his knee blown out playing against some Iceland, bitch. Yeah, f- that guy. Yeah, <laughs> that sucks. Coach Wolf, he was such a dick. Yeah, the dentist. Yeah. Guy knocked out more teeth than scored goals. <laughs> out of the league in two years. I-, I can't tell if we interested fans or we bored them
2: to death. I had fun.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of fun.
2: Well, listen, I don't think anyone has ever done this comparison before. <laughs> So I think we broke ground here. No, Mark. Biases aside against the movie, did you hate the segment? No, I, I enjoyed it. It
0: was fun to watch. You guys really got into
3: it. That was that was an entertaining.
2: I, like I was saying, I can't believe how serious you guys were. Like, <laughs> this was supposed to be fun. You guys put so much thought and like, well, this is It all came off the dumb piece, yeah. It was yeah. great. Great analysis. We do what so, we can. So I, I'll give you the golf clap for that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you.
0: Me. I hope somebody somebody comments on this and uh, they're probably not
2: gonna disagrees <laughs> with
0: me in some way. <laughs> Don't be a hater. We, we <laughs> like to comments. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that pretty much that pretty much uh, wraps it up for the NHL show. Um, so as it stands at the uh, the halfway point of the uh, of the season, um, it's the Lightning, the Bruins, and the Maple Leafs from the Atlantic Division, the Capitals, the Blue Jackets, and the Devils from the Metropolitan, and then back out west it goes the Jets, the Predators, the Blues, and then the Knights the Golden Knights, sorry, the Kings and the Sharks, um, division leaders. And then as of today, if it were to end, blah, 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 uh, Rangers and Penguins are the wild cards, um, Stars and Blackhawks as the wild cards. So as we do with all of our nice little middle of the seasons, whatever type of shows, who is going to the Stanley Cup? Moksheen. Vegas. And? The Rangers. Ooh, that's... Inaccurately. Interesting. Going bold.
1: All right. I like it. Souls?
0: Ooh. Oh, trick me.
1: I'm going with Pittsburgh Dallas.
0: You said the lightning earlier in the show.
1: I was just kind of being funny.
0: Oh, okay. All right. I didn't laugh, but good job. Any reason why Pittsburgh? you think
1: they're going to get hot? Uh, they always seem to get hot towards the end. And,
2: the they're, and they're a good playoff team. All right. That's fair. I have... Washington, Dallas. I think Washington gets it done. we will tell you this: Washington ain't making it. There's a lot of lot of football, a lot of hockey. <laughs> left to play. They're cursed by playing in DC. No DC team
0: can get it done in the postseason. Um, kill it. I think it's a little bit more to be killed. <laughs> I'll, I'll take one with you. I'll take one with you. Got a couple floaters in here. Actually. <laughs> one, all <around? laughs>
1: one all around.
2: Just um, let
0: finish it. Mm. So for me, I'm going to take the bias route, like Souls. I'm going to say we're going to have a repeat Stanley Cup. Blackhawks Bruins. Which would be so exciting. Tickets. We're buying tickets if that happens. I want that to be known now. We're going (laughs) to all two of the games that they play in Boston. That's fine. Because we're talking brooms, baby.
1: Sweep City. We'll we'll do our... uh, I earned the shot. I want that to be known. Go for it. We'll do our uh, podcast in Boston. That'd be cool. TD Gardens. Ladies and gentlemen, there's private stock (laughs) is again. <laughs> it's not good. Nips next week. Um,
2: Fresh
0: batch. Beer reviews? Beer reviews? Yes. Uh, I'll go first.
1: All right. How uh, oh, was your Bush? Again, what did you drink again? I had the Bush. Fantastic as always. Recommend it to all. Get on that train.
3: Excellent. I had, uh, you know, everybody's first craft beer.
1: This the is the moment beer. to be real ballsy about your reviews because there's no more
0: private stock.
3: <laughs> the Pale Ale. It, it's a classic, it's a good, like, beginner craft beer. Go out and grab one. I recommend it.
2: I was so nervous when we started the show. You know why? Because I love you guys.
1: <laughs> I like to stand on the arches for this beer.
2: What? What? St. Louis, Missouri, the arch. I, 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 I understand now. Don't ever say that. <laughs> you cl- in St. Louis. Don't, don't worry what about
1: you it. <laughs> Missouri, bitch. You're lucky you don't have no private stock. You don't know your cities i don't know what you guys are talking about
2: he's talking about bush (laughs) i have a collab from off color and miller miller highlife it's a bottle made with champagne yeast and it's very good it kind of has sour qualities i like it a lot it's called eek it's not available anymore I don't think they're ever going to make it again. I don't think it was very popular. It came out last year. uh, Riddler and I, he was very nice. He he set me up and I had like eight or nine bottles. This was the last one. So I enjoyed it. And I hope you enjoyed me butchering the beginning of the show to explain. (laughs) Riddler? Um, I don't know. Uh, From the mouths of the
0: babes to the power of the men, I make it all new again. Hold my hand. Hold my hand. Because I can't touch the ground. I'm your Lolita, and Nikita. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure to look up song uh, lyrics of the song "Lolita" by the Veronicas. Australian. What's so
3: funny is he prefaced it saying, "You could say whatever you want in these beer reviews." Yeah, the exactly. Shot is like, oh, there's
1: a whole other f-ing
0: bottle back there. Yeah, I'll take a swig or two or six. <laughs> but no, the Lolita was very good. Um, as is, you know. I mean, I'm I'm a little bit biased because I'm obviously. To, to these guys' knowledge, a big Goose Island advocate uh, before the show, um, long since before the, the legal age of purchasing alcohol. Um, but the, this is very good. It's a raspberry-infused uh, sour, essentially. Um, very good. Not too not too sweet. Not too bitter. Um, big fan. Big fan. How I'd many, like to see the color.
3: How many do you have left in the Farmhouse series?
0: Two. Two left. Yeah, two. We have um, trying to remember. Uh, Halia. And the we'll farmhouse king. Halea will be next week. <laughs> <of> the farmhouse <laughs> king. Um, Halea will be next week. And then the big clothes with uh, arguably the best of the farmhouse slash Belgium style sour sisters. The farmhouse um, king. Madame Rose. All right. Very way. excited. Yeah. Very excited.
3: I'll go back
1: um, to court next week. What? What? You
2: never had Coors
1: on Coors, the show? I did cause last week. Kyle's doing two. an opposite thing
0: to you. He's just going through the worst forties. <laughs> <laughs> um. I believe the listeners want to know where they can find us.
3: Yes, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports With Drunk. Um,
0: Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's coaching the team like Charlie Conway or bash brothering it up like Portman and uh, Fulton. <laughs> f- that up. <laughs> Subscribe on
3: Podbean and iTunes, and we're on the Leeb Sports Network every day from 7 to 8 a.m., and the PPRN Radio Network every Sunday from 12 to 1.
0: P.m. And shout outs? Do we have shout outs?
3: Yes. Um, friends from England on the Alnham Island Podcast. Hi, I'm Ken Clark, host of the Alnham
1: Island Podcast. Released at the start of each month, Escape from Reality for a While with me, Adam Wood, Graham Robson, and Sean Corrigan. As we discuss the latest shenanigans in the Premier League, the most anticipated Hollywood blockbusters, binge-worthy TV series, and the video games we're obsessing over. We extend an invite to get involved in some of our features such as Movie Lane, Five Clues to Guess the Movie, our thought-provoking opening questions, and our correspondence section where we hear from you, the listeners. We also release a mid-month podcast where we open the doors to The Cabana. Our late-night, no-holds-barred, one-topic chat over cocktails. You can find us at www.alnamislandpodcast.co.uk or search for us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, or where you get your pods from. Just search for Alnam Island.
0: Check them out. Make sure to listen to those chaps. <laughs> Friends are across the pond. I like yeah. that. Across the pond. They found us. Well, um... We don't really know what our topic is next week, so we can't preface you with that. But Sports. Sports. <laughs> sports and beer. But until then, I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Yep. I'm Milwaukee. Mm. And I'm the Red
2: Baron. Mm-hmm. Wow.